0: Wash your body parts better and do not listen to this show. If you can handle it, and I hope you can because there's a great podcast coming up, then please proceed with Podcast of Terror.
1: Welcome to episode 123 of the podcast here, a production of the Galactic Network. For more on this podcast, including show notes, content information, subscription links, go to gnks.com. I'm your host, Matt Stein. With me as always is Corey. Scott. (laughs) You didn't jump in
0: right away. I didn't. I knew you were waiting for the nickname. You've usually got... Yeah, and and, well, I want to make clear to our our listeners, uh, Matt sounds a little quiet and dim he's he's actually both those things uh <laughs> if you're he's, watching he's the video you, under, you cannot see me right too bright outside and that brightness is snow he's buried under eight feet
1: of snow as i understand it as of noon today we had 21 inches of snow since like overnight friday
0: yeah but i can't math
1: well i'm curious how much we get just because it's so goddamn ridiculous what is happening out there
0: <sighs> you know climate change is a myth Woo.
1: Well, I think by definition, global warming is the extreme in both directions, but I also don't know a ton about it, don't give a shit about it, and I don't want to talk about it.
0: It's just, it's bad branding all the way around. Sometimes we call something someone, some words, and then we realize that, oh, wait, those those words don't quite make sense, and we don't self-correct, or or we, we put it out there and like everyone's just like, well, you called it this, and now it's not that anymore. It's like, well, fuck you, you know, let's call it fuck you. Exactly. And right now, the weather is fucking you. It's fucking you. It's fucking you. It's fucking you. It's fucking everybody.
1: Yeah, it's pretty ridiculous. I was telling Corey before we started recording, my office shut down for tomorrow. Mind you, it is 4 p.m. on Sunday. My wife's office shut down. All the schools are closed.
0: Yeah, Uh, your state is pretty much shut down. The the
1: northern portion of the state of Wisconsin has just shut down. It is sick of the shit. And in two weeks from today, it's supposed to be in the 70s. Yeah. So it's Thanks. like yeah, it's just like we're going to we're going to fist fuck you two ways from Sunday for 48 hours. And then it's supposed to be in like the mid to high 40s. It's all going to melt. I'm going to live in a swimming pool for a while. A muddy muddy cum-soaked <laughs> swimming pool. Well, I mean that's the only kind that there is. Yeah, there's no other kind. Do you remember when uh, so when you uh, you've peed in a swimming pool? I know. I know your type.
0: I I've never actually peed in a swimming pool. Right. I I've peed well, in a lot of swimming pools. I'm not gonna let lie. Let me let me let me step back. My mom used to take me for swimming lessons when I was like six months old. So there's a possibility that I have peed in a swimming pool, but never consciously in the point where I've I've gotten to, I can withstand peeing, uh, just randomly, mm-hmm. uh, which is now my life is getting far far closer to that not being the case, but. Uh, from like the times that I was a kid, like six year olds going to the YMCA every week at school, uh, I do not recall ever a point in time where I would have been okay with peeing in the swimming pool. It's just not w- what I'm made of. I don't know. Man. But I definitely put my dick up against those air jets all, right, all well, the time.
1: At least you've come clean on that. The thing is... is it's very when, clean. It's water. When my dick gets warm, I pee. Like, I, okay. like I, I take a warm shower, I, I have to pee. It's just the it's way. It's a
0: little weather vane. Yes. Yeah.
1: Yeah. It's like, hey, it's nice outside. Let's take a piss. Um,
0: so I've peed in swimming pools. Now, that do you, do you really remember? makes me worry about your wife when it comes to oral sex. Oh, well, it doesn't happen in this family. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say she can chew on ice cubes, but no, no. Um,
1: anyways, before I start crying because that's a reality. Um, do you remember when they were always like, "Hey, there's chemicals in the pool that if you pee, like a ring forms around you."
0: Or the yeah, the it churning never, blue or whatever that yeah, should never happen. peed in a lot of pools it no. turn blue. Well, it, it's it's like putting up a a speed trap sign and then they're not actually cops there, but it makes you think, "Oh yeah, I, I better not speed through here because there's cops here all the time." Uh, it's or it's a scarecrow. It's a scarecrow syndrome. It's it's like, oh, I bought into the bullshit, so I don't do it. You're, it's your placebo effect of I'm not going to pee in this because uh, there's just the off chance that the water will change color on me and everybody will know. It's that darn uh, Then you just do it in the biggest crowd of people anyways. You just go and...
1: Well, it's like farting, farting in a room and blaming it on someone else. Yeah. It's another game I like to play. <laughs> Timmy poop his pants. As, as Timmy's do. But he doesn't just pee when it gets warm. Hey, man. Don't don't rag on me because I take a piss when it gets
0: warm. <laughs> you should get a rag on you because you need some sort of diaper situation.
1: Oh, good thing my wife works for a company that makes adult diapers. That is true. I, I, I didn't
0: I didn't know that you met through mutual interest. <laughs> just,
1: uh, they were doing a case study and needed full-grown men to piss in a diaper. And that's how we met. Yeah. I wish.
0: She's like, hey, you know what? I, I've been seeing this guy a lot lately. <laughs> Mate, it's just... Go into it, buy some rubber sheets, and uh, accept that this is my lot in life. She, um, she knew
1: that. I don't know. Don't know where I was going with that. I, I saw a picture of you on the internet with a wet hair, and it looked like you should be in a fucking death metal band.
0: <sighs> and 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 what did she think of you? What? Oh, I thought that was your reaction to seeing a picture of her on the internet. No, 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 no.
1: I saw a picture of you just now. Oh, just now? And you look like you should be in a death metal band. <laughs>
0: <You're fucking laughs> my mom got me a... Hair. Yeah, my mom got me a Dale Cooper and uh, and Bob from Twin Peaks shirt where Dale's bashed his head against the mirror and, uh, and Bob's his reflection. And so I thought I would do a little mirror shot of myself. I'm not really... I'm not photogenic anyways, but I thought if there's anything that I can do to promote this shirt... It's looked just as fucking disturbing. And uh, yeah, I've got a kind of Bill Mosley thing. And it, yeah, it does, happening. it does not look like you.
1: I saw that, So I've had this like weird rash of people I don't know trying to find me on Facebook just because I play in a band. So it's maybe all you get from a weird rash area. because you're being on yourself. <sighs> I hate you. but I love you. <laughs> um, and, and I saw the picture and I'm like, who the fuck is this guy that I don't know? Because it really doesn't look like you. You're trying to look angry, and you're just so baby-faced and soft.
0: I'm I'm not trying to look angry.
1: <laughs> I just want to make biscuits on your nipples.
0: That that's where biscuits come from. Biscuits come from nipples. They have their own gravy. I do love a
1: good biscuit and gravy.
0: Oh man, I made biscuits and gravy. Uh, I don't think last week. It might have been the week before, because uh, I, had, Aaron was making a lot of uh, ziti which we got some uh hot italian sausage for but then i, I was like oh i'm buying hot italian sausage uh i should get some breakfast sausage and make some fucking biscuits and gravy and oh man like I'm, I'm i think i may finally have that that biscuits and gravy, which is the easiest fucking recipe in the world but you got to find the right one and i think i finally got one that i nailed and it was a re drummond's recipe is that the pioneer woman I don't know. Jesus, I don't know. Something I, I found on uh, on FoodNetwork.com. I, I do Alton Brown's sawmill gravy when I make chicken fried steak, uh, which is really good. But again, I I'm a little iffy on if I'm doing the gravy well or not. But this with the sausage in there was just beautiful.
1: It is is I thought you had a heart attack and fucked some weird name up. But what do I know about anything anymore?
0: Drummond, the Drummond kid that uh, was, I don't know, it, probably like who he had with Dixie Carter when she came in and they got married and they got little Oliver, all that shit. Do you remember? What's happening? That show? <laughs> no, What's Happening was a completely different show. This is Different Strokes. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. On uh, Different Strokes, the, the first few seasons, well, the first couple of seasons had Mrs. Garrett was, was part of the show before she went over to Facts of Life and then they got a different housekeeper. But uh, he had adopted uh, Willis and uh, and Arnold, and then he had his daughter uh, already there. But in the later seasons, they had him get married to Dixie Carter, uh, who went on to be in things like Designing Women and stuff. And she came in there with uh, the little redheaded bastard from Suit Your Shorts and uh and, and also uh, was the best friend in terminator 2 oh. and and so yeah and so it's like we we need a a, a fresh-faced kid because even though arnold's not getting any bigger he's he's not getting any cuter uh so we we need to we need to bring in some some new blood here so they they got a ginger and uh yeah that i figured d probably came from that i, th- I feel like she might be ginger too i don't know i don't watch the show But awesome sausage gravy.
1: (laughs) uh, I'm glad we can make that come full circle.
0: Yeah, that's what it's all about, man.
1: So you made us talk about a movie called Mayhem.
0: Yeah, I read an article that was talking about Mayhem was playing a few weekends ago. And uh, it's been playing on Shudder. And it sounded like, oh, that's kind of interesting. It has the... Uh, lead actress, Sam- Samara Weaving, was from that movie we watched, The Babysitter, that was on Netflix. Mm-hmm. And it's got uh, Steven Yoon, who is Glenn from The Walking Dead, uh, who is still alive in my mind because I stopped watching before that bullshit happened. Wow. And uh, I just thought, hey, this sounds neat. We should check this out. There was also a movie that came out last year, maybe around the same time by James Gunn called the, uh, the Belco experiment, mm-hmm. which feels like it might've been a similar theme. Uh, a bunch of people in an office basically killing each other. And, uh, spoilers away that that's what this movie is about. But this yeah, one, but there's a bot here. This one seems to be better received and it has, a uh, uh, viruses, a part of it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if the Belco experiment does that or not. Like if people go crazy or if they just are killing each other because they're in a fucking office.
1: I I've seen it and I don't remember. I feel like it was it was like, uh, hey, everyone needs to start killing themselves, or we're gonna, or the, everyone you need to start killing each other, or we're just gonna
0: kill you. Right. Yeah. It's it it's more like uh, Cabin in the Woods where we're forcing the situation on you, yeah. and and this is what you have to do to live. Uh, like a Battle Royale mm-hmm. is is probably mm-hmm. close, which is a disturbing fucking movie. Uh, it's, great, it's a great movie. It it's good. It it's just it's a. It's a harder watch for me. Um, probably because they're kids like fucking TBS is doing a marathon of the Hunger Games today. Oh and and I just I can't work up. My wife started watching the movies and got really into them, I think, before the last movie just came out. But I just I can't sit there and watch little kids. Kill each other. It, it just bugs me. Hmm. <laughs> like I, I don't know. I have a problem with some snuff films uh even be they fake ones based off of young adult novels where you know fucking everything's bullshit but this movie i really liked (laughs) so (laughs) let's get into mayhem yeah i i mean i liked it too yeah let me let me see if i can go back in your in your slack here um you said, just randomly, and I, I don't know if it relates to this or not, but uh, here we are talking about your penis. Uh-huh. You said, this is awesome. Was that about the movie? Or was it, oh, no, I know what it was. <laughs> did, I find, did I find like that bag of Cheetos I lost? Yeah, maybe. Oh, uh, no, uh, so a couple weeks ago, we did oh. our April Fool's episode.
1: Yeah, yeah, I yeah, I get what you're... I see where this is going now.
0: And I didn't remember this on the episode itself, but I guess when you posted it in the the show notes, it said that we had given up on Podcasts of Terror and we had moved over to doing the 80s Percentile show. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, a uh, friend of the show, friend of me, uh, Maggie, tried to contact me on Instagram. I don't pay attention to messengers from social media apps too often. Uh, and I rarely open Instagram, not because I don't like Instagram, but because I don't usually have photos to post to myself unless I apparently look like a scary motherfucker. Mm-hmm. And um, it's usually my cats. And she's like, I'm really bummed out to hear about Podcast to tear ending, although I'm totally into 80 percentile. And then uh, I guess a week later, she heard the new episode of Podcast to tear. She's like, oh, you guys fooled me. But so, I feel so sort we of- got one person. <laughs> We got one person and I, I feel kind of like, well, shit, should we do 80s percentile now?
1: Um, I, I don't feel like I would be very good at it because I was born in 85, so I really yeah. don't know anything. Maybe. But you, are we good at this show? No. But no. I at least know more about it. Maybe you, one of your geriatric friends could help you.
0: Uh. Oops. Hmm. I don't. Most of them are dead. Or or missing feet because of the diabetes. Uh, Don't need a
1: foot to podcast.
0: Yeah, it's, that that. Well, uh, the good news is that you similarly pee on yourself like they do, so that's fine. Oh, Boy, but it was just wow. We ask for for feedback on the show all the time. We get the feedback when the show is supposedly over. Mm-hmm. Thanks, guys. Maybe that's what it takes. Just every once in a while, we just throw in a, we start a new podcast. It's like a going exactly. out of business five, five, six, sale. Yeah, exactly.
1: Yeah. We're
0: just, we're just always. This is always the last episode. We're your local furniture store that's been there for twenty years and it's been closing for eighteen of them. Yep, Made a good run. Yeah. Uh, so you like this? I did. I
1: did like it. I like it. Tell me a little it, bit about it. It, it. You know, everyone just kills each other. <laughs> <That's>, you're sweet. <laughs> um. So the Asian. Is that's an insensitive way to say it. What is it, Derek Cho is his name in the movie? Derek Cho. So Derek it, is Yes. He's a lawyer man. He's a he's a la law. And uh he it appears that he's very overworked. Underappreciated. I appreciate you, Derek Cho. Um <clears throat> but
0: He came in with with big aspirations. Yeah. So there's there's not just his career, but also like of doing good and shit. Yeah. There's a couple like ways that you have to start explaining because
1: there's like the backstory of the virus going on while they're introducing Derek and why he's in the situation he's in. So he, so okay. So there's a a virus. It's called like the what? The Y1? ID7. ID7. Or the red? I it was, the red eye or something. I thought
0: it was like an ID10T, but apparently not quite that.
1: I was thinking, I was trying to think about something similar to that that they were coming up with. Um, but if you have the virus, your left eye is like bright red. I believe it's always your left eye.
0: Uh, is it your strictly left eye? I, I just know that one of the eyes turns red, uh, so they call it the red eye virus. Yes,
1: um, and it basically causes you to be batshit insane and fuck like a monster. This Is what I got out of that.
0: It completely pushes you towards your id, and it can if you're the sort who's prone to getting angry and trying to regress the, and and re, sorry repress that anger. Um, it will kill your your desire to hold back. Uh, it also includes holding back on sexual things and other stuff, and just in general. And it can be amplified by caffeine, drugs, stress. You know, all the things that you find in an office space anyways, especially if you're working for lawyers, uh, high-powered lawyers, mm-hmm. which is where this guy works. Mm-hmm. So it turns
1: out that he's being framed, blackmailed, fucked, whatever way you... Well, not blackmailed. Whatever. Someone fucked something up and they're blaming it on good old Derek. Um, and simultaneously, they find out that someone has brought the red-eye virus into this office. Derek gets fired Then a SWAT team shows up and puts the entire building on a quarantine for 12 hours? Eight hours. Eight hours. Um, So he essentially realizes that he has to get to the top of the floor to talk to the CEO to get this fixed within his eight-hour window. Um, They also mentioned earlier that someone who had the red-eye virus killed someone and they were acquitted because they were sick. So there's a whole lot of...
0: Maybe. Yeah, it's like a temporary insanity that's chemically induced. Yep. Yeah, so everyone's uh, beating
1: the shit out of each other, and it's okay because of this case. That was one saying that if you have the red-eye virus, it is it's, it's okay to kill each other.
0: Yeah, it's like if you caught the effects of being on bath salts as a cold. Uh, yeah. But they release an agent into there to to get rid of the effects, so there's a timeline as to how long he decides to lean fully into, because he gets he gets blackballed by his work. Uh, he gets shikan. He gets kicked out because he doesn't want to take the deal. And uh, then as security is beating the fuck out of him, they accidentally kill his one friend at work. And so that really sets him off. So he decides he's going to utilize this eight hours. He's conscious of what's going on. Everybody in this knows that they're under the effect of this thing they just don't give a shit because that's sort of the point of the the disease is that you don't care that you're angry. You don't care that you're beating up on somebody or or running through the halls naked or having sex or whatever. Um, all of your your sense of propriety is, is taken away. And so he's like, I'm a lawyer. I know I can lure the fuck out of this. If I go upstairs and kill these motherfuckers for doing this to me, I can get away with it and so it's it's a eight hour get out of jail free so it's it's a it's a little bit of uh 27 days later <laughs> and the purge with lawyering uh with with a lot of of backstabbing in a office building setting uh, that you would expect from like a high-powered attorney show like a boston Legal or whatever and all that is pretty cool. He also has, uh, right before this this happens, before all this shit starts up, he meets this woman, Melanie Cross, who presents herself as a lawyer trying to save her clients from foreclosure of their home. Uh, she's not actually a lawyer. She's one of the homeowners. So she comes in there, and she's trying to, like, make a case of, like, you know, just we need a couple months. Can we stop this? And he's like, uh, no, you can't. And she calls him a suit and basically says, you know, you're part of the fucking problem. Mm -hmm. And he knows that he is part of the problem. And he's like, well, there's this one bitch upstairs that you could talk to that could possibly fix this for you. And then security takes her away instead. So when he gets beat up by security and his friend is killed, he winds up in a room with her and he gives her the rundown of like, Hey, we have this opportunity Let's go kill some of these motherfuckers. Fix your problem. Fix my problem. And they become the unlikely allies for the rest of the film. Of uh, They they work up a plan to get to the ninth floor where they need to get to, to get to the uh, the board of directors, essentially, and the, the main guy, uh, the boss, who chick-canned him. They have to go through the human resources person who actually let him go, who nobody likes, called the Reaper, And they have to go through the bitch who set them up, uh, the siren. So they have to get the Reaper's key card to get up to the siren's level. And then they get the siren's uh, key card and they can get up to the boss's level. And so they they work out this plan. So again, there's not a dysfunction in the way that they think other than their reactions. Is I have to either remain incredibly calm and Zen to keep myself from going crazy, or I can lean all the way fucking into it. And so they just lean all the way into it. They, they pull an a team in the room that they're in and grab a bunch of power tools and stuff and load up to go kick some ass. Mm -hmm. That's okay. Yeah. Yeah, I just thought maybe you wanted to add something. No, it's a pretty good description. Uh, so what would you categorize this as? Is this really a horror movie or action? Maybe It's labeled as action horror, which is not something that I've thought of as a genre before, but there's certainly stuff that fits into that. It's just, I don't often see this with just straight up action, but the closest I can come to on this is probably Feast. You remember Feast? Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, there isn't really, like, a scary aspect, but it's gory and fast-paced.
0: Yeah, but I mean, in the sense that what Feast did is it just kind of... It sets up the premise. It introduces the characters. Uh, in this, they introduce the characters by giving them weird names, Reaper, mm-hmm. Siren, the boss. But then they also give you kind of paintings of each of those characters, to symbolize them. So when they show the siren, they give her a forked tongue in the painting and she's, she's whispering in somebody's ear, which is sort of what she does, but it's very artistically exaggerated to look more like a classic painting, uh, of sort of a Greek myth type of thing. Um, and when this gets started, when the action starts to happen, it doesn't really let up. And that I think is to its benefit is once they decide that they're going to go through and just beat the shit out of everybody or kill people to get up that top floor. There's not a lot of slowdown moments after that. Mm-hmm. It just keeps moving and keeps moving and keeps moving. And for me, at least it becomes a little bit infectious. Like when they're in the, the office with the siren and the siren secretary who hates her guts turns on her and has taken a deal with the people upstairs because they knew that the siren would betray them. Uh, the secretary just starts beating her up and and killing her, essentially. And Melanie is sitting on the couch and just starts cackling wildly, just is laughing because of how funny it is to her that this is happening. And I start laughing too. Like, her, her laugh was so sort of infectious at that moment. It was like, this is really fucked up, but it's funny as shit. Mm-hmm. I uh, just kind of went into it. And that I think this movie you don't take it too seriously, uh but it it just it never rests enough for you to kind of get your bearings and like come down it it gets your heart racing and just kind of race along with it unless you stop halfway through and come out to it a week later.
1: yeah it was a couple hours later yeah uh one I mean one of my favorite parts is the amount of cocaine that the c e o does and even uh like the end. When Derek and the CEO are fighting, or about to fight, or whatever, and he just takes a handful of cocaine and just smears it on his face and then uses it as like sand to blind Derek. Yeah, both of those I thought were funnier than shit for whatever reason. It just
0: yeah. When he's he's talking to the the doctor that's outside because the SWAT team shows up at the building at the beginning, locks everybody in, the, the quarantines the whole building so that the the virus doesn't get out mm-hmm. uh, while they're pumping the place with something that's supposed to neutralize it, but that's why we've got the time of how long it's going to take. Um, the the head medic from the SWAT team is talking to the boss uh, through a video call and like, yeah, you got to get people to do this. You have to stop this and all these other things. And then she sees him just snorting cocaine. She's like, what the fuck are you doing? <laughs> He's like, I got allergies. What the fuck? Are you my doctor? Shut up. <laughs> and just like, doesn't give a shit at all, uh, which is, again, very apropos to what his character is. Mm-hmm. But yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. It's
1: just it was funny, funny to see. I mean, it, it's 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 fitting because the whole CEO, big, major corporation, lawyer people doing a bunch of cocaine.
0: Yeah, and and just hiding out, just like let everybody downstairs fight their way through this, and we'll just. We'll just hide out at a pier until it's done, and and they try to hire accounting to kill Derek and Melanie uh, because they're like, well, we got to stop them, and and I'm not going down there, and so they're like, yeah, we'll just offer them a hundred thousand dollars each, and and one of the the bigwigs is like, well, this this is murder, you know, it's got to be at least four hundred fifty thousand, <laughs> and the guy's like, oh yeah, sure, that's fine. Although he was complaining earlier that he's going to lose a million dollars because the whole place is shut down for eight hours. It's like, well, that seems kind of low stakes for this, but <laughs> I guess losing money is different than spending money to get rid of a problem. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, now that we're
1: actually talking about it, there is like it, it's a pretty cut and dry movie.
0: It is. There's some good moments. Uh, I like the moment where they approach IT and they get him involved.
1: I'm glad you brought this up because a he wouldn't need to install anything on that computer to be able to get to her files because if it's on the network, a right? A fucking admin can can
0: can fucking
1: browse to the the share that that pissed me off. But that's just me knowing what what really happens.
0: <laughs> and and the other part is they they're fighting to get key cards to get upstairs in the elevator. Who the fuck is going to program the key cards other than the IT admin? Mm-hmm. And and so, why is it even necessary to bullshit their way up there? Mm. This is, yeah, we're, we're we're two IT people talking about this. It's it's not like the CEO is programming his own fucking key cards. Right. Uh, but that's a it's small price to pay for an IT guy who gets to have his moment of completely fucking with somebody. Right. And, that's and there's no way
1: in hell that there would be one IT guy for that size of a business.
0: No, but at least he makes a complaint. He's like, it's bullshit that I'm the only one here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it, it might have been that he's the only guy there that day, but still, it's just, no. That's, yeah. that's a little, little out of hand. Yeah,
1: that's a good point. Good point. Hmm.
0: I'm trying to think of what else. Uh, so, one thing I want to ask I don't have a lot of experience with power tools, mm-hmm. nail guns. Mm-mm. Is there not a safety on nail guns? No, there is.
1: There's uh, on the tip. It's it's just like a little actuator thing that it, right. You got to press you, against it. You could you could pull it. You could like hold it with your hand and shoot a nail. But I still don't think it would fly that far. But you can definitely not shoot a nail gun one handed.
0: Every time I see movies and somebody's killing somebody else with a nail gun and they're shooting across, it I'm like that doesn't make any fucking sense at all. I would assume it, that you could remove that. But yeah, I could I could see doing something to to make it so that it doesn't. But I just didn't see either of them pull this moment. She just pulls out the nail gun and is like, oh, this is cool. Yeah, it would be really fucking cool if you could just pull out what's essentially a gun that shoots nails at people and it just worked. That's great. There's no safety standards anywhere. Yeah, that always gets me a little bit. And and it seems like a, a fallback for every movie. I'd love to see just one movie say, no, this is how we this is how we do that.
1: Someone take five minutes and explain how to shoot a nail gun without holding down the safety.
0: They're, they do kind of give moments of where they stop and they explain things so much, like the 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 moments of stopping and explaining the case or explaining like how we're going to defend ourselves from this. Those are the stopping points, and I get that it's part of what the movie is. So you're explaining it to the audience. Mm-hmm. But just one moment of like one of them saying, oh, I'm going to use this nail, gun to shoot people. Well, you got to you gotta do something about the safety to to make that happen. Like one of them having experience with power tools and it would have been great if it was her, uh, if she's the one who uses it. Like if he goes to grab it and tries to do something with it and it doesn't work, it's just like, no, you're a fucking idiot. And then she shows him uh, because she working to, to try to save her home might have more of a feeling as to like our home's already something that we have to, protect and work on and we struggle with maintaining it and stuff. So maybe I have a, an idea as to what it takes to make that work happen. Mm -hmm. I don't know. It, It just, it's not shitty. It's just annoying that it's one of those tropes that always happens and always sticks out in my brain. And like I said, I don't have a lot of experience with, with power tools. So, I should not be the one noticing this <laughs> if the yeah. directors don't.
1: Well, I don't know if it's that they don't or they just choose to not address it. Yeah. So anything, yeah it's I, that m- they I might be don't. asking
0: too much. We, we never find out who releases the virus in the building either. No. Uh, how it got in there? I thought maybe that was something that she brought in there as a, a sort of like, I know I'm not going to get my way with this. So if I do this, it will help make our case later on. And I can at least do something to these fuckers who are, who are taking our home away. Uh, so it, it's not... That's not explained either. It, there's, uh, there's no talks of a
1: second one, is there?
0: Not so far. Uh, th- the director of this was also the director of Knights of Bad Astem. Have you ever seen that?
1: No, I've never even heard of it.
0: It is pretty decent. It, it's, it's definitely a role-playing gamers type movie. Uh, with uh, with some of your your expected people, we've got well, fucking Peter the, uh, Dinklage is in it. Peter Dinklage is in it and is is awesome. Oh, it's on of course, we've got the the woman who played River Song and Firefly. We've got I think Abed from Community is in it. I'm rewatching Community right now, among other things. But I've run out of my goddamn food documentary things that I've been watching on Netflix, it seems like all the, the new shows that I'm interested in, they're eight episodes long and they go too fast. Rough life, so like, You can leave your fucking yeah. house right now, I can't. Yeah, but I would rather have the excuse to not leave my house. Uh, I'm just fucking with you. It's like, hey man, you can get up and walk. Well, yeah, but I don't want to fucking go anywhere. So it's it's a weird problem for me to have. Like, I, I'd rather not do that. I'd, I'd rather be an invalid and just lay in bed (laughs) yeah i'm I'm brian wilson in this situation and i'm enjoying it you mentioned
1: earlier about how you have the ability to just sit like i can't i uh give give me like a couple hours of sitting and i just feel like i need to get up and move yeah
0: i'm i'm just waiting for my legs to completely atrophy get that sweet sweet government payout of like oh you can't work now uh, do you remember the, the Simpsons
1: episode where Homer uh, was like able to work from home when he had 300 pounds?
0: Oh yeah, well, I, and he wore the muumuu.
1: Yeah, like I I used to think that that was something that was real, obviously when I was much younger. But um, if if that was the case, where if you just hit 300 pounds, you could work from home. Think how many people would just be working from home because they're fat, not because they're trying to be fat to work from home.
0: I am I am fat. I'm right on that cusp.
1: You're, uh, you're on the cusp of being beautiful always.
0: Uh, thank you. Uh, by the way, I was, I've was i had the Sims stuck the second my head the whole time, not just because of the 80s percentile thing, but also because looking out your window, I just keep hearing the Mr. Plow theme. <laughs> I I wish Mr. Plow was here to plow my goddamn driveway.
1: This is... I need to get... Ooh, wow. this just slowed down quite a bit.
0: Um, I need to just buy a fucking Plow. Yeah, we used to have one. We had a, a tractor... And uh, my my stepfather would would plow it every once in a while, do it to to lay out the gravel a little bit more straight, because yeah. it would get all shifted around. But yeah, you know, when it got wintertime, he would plow the driveway. But still, it then you get out to the street and hope somebody's done some shit about that. I saw a plow go by
1: a couple times, twice, but they didn't go through. Till Was the it day. just trying to escape? No, no, no. Just went down and turned around and came back out. This is why you need some oxen. No, I don't need. No, Corey. No, I have. Hey, you got snow dogs? <sighs> They're fucking. My dogs are useless in the snow. We'd open the door <laughs> and they would just get plowed in the face with snow and cold air, and they would just turn on like they didn't care how badly they had to go to the bathroom. They were gonna hold it. And then eventually wow, they had to go so bad. Better than they... you. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Eventually they had to go so bad they just went outside and took care of it. But uh, it was pretty damn funny. Yeah.
0: I don't know, man. It, it, it's, this movie is pretty straightforward. Yeah,
1: it's good. It's by no means is a bad. I recommend people see it. It's just, uh, yeah, not a whole lot to it.
0: Yeah. I, even if we gave every single thing away about this movie, and we we kind of have, mm-hmm. there's there's not a lot to give away. It's just, I would rewatch it a dozen times. Yeah. Yeah, it's, like, really fun. It, it's one of the things yeah, I would just have it on all the time just in the background. I, I don't know if the if the wife has seen it yet or not uh, it would surprise me if she hasn't because we both have shutter uh, and she has access to the movie the same as I do and usually gets to things way ahead of me I, I think that this is this is one of the things that you would just recurringly watch just because mm-hmm. like it's never boring. It's it's just enough. You don't have to feel like you have to invest too much brain power in it. So if you're working on the computer or anything else at the same time, you can look down and look up and see the cool parts, and there's tons of cool parts, and then look away again and, and be alright because you you're not lost. It's just fun. It's funny. There's there's penis at some
1: point. Yeah, <laughs> oh, the naked dude who comes running by just dick flopping. Just for no reason. Yep. Just for just let that man run. Uh, I mean, I guess we could go ahead and like score it. I gotta, yeah, I gotta go try and move two feet of snow from parts of my house. So I guess I guess we should get this rolling. Yep. What do you want to do? Well, you have to score it first. This is how. Why do works. I have to score it first? Why fine, is it always fine, me? Fine, this is not a fine, fine, yeah, fine, fine, lead and lead knife follow. Fine, 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 fine. I gave it a three and a half. Um, it's obviously a very good movie. There isn't like a ton I would change about it. So I don't really know what you could change to make it a four or a five. um, Other than I know that it's just, it's just not, it's not a perfect movie.
0: It's, it's definitely not perfect, but it's, it's, I don't know what it would, what do you rank it on? If we were, if we're going with the the hippo scale and and we broke it down of like this and integrity and all these other things, uh, that would be something else. I just rate things mostly from a sense of enjoyment and, and sometimes I'll rate them higher. If I think they're smart or they do something original, sometimes I'll rank them lower. If it seems like I've seen this a billion times, even if it's a good example of it, yeah. I'm, I'm just tired of this fucking trope over and over again. Uh, but for this, I would strictly go on a fun factor and I I'd say I'd have to go at least for maybe 4.5, but I I'll, I'll stop at four. Uh, Right now, it's just, but if I watch it a half dozen more times, it, and I enjoy it the same amount each of those times, then I might re up.
1: Yeah, oh, uh, yeah, I agree with that. It's just saying, man, I'm looking at some of the other movies and what well, we scored those and, um, like what, man, we gave The Exorcist a five. Uh, the movie Carrie got a five and two fours. Is Is this movie up there with like The Exorcist or Carrie?
0: Well, I would watch it more. That is actually those a movies. really good point. Uh, that that's that's exactly my point. Is if I was going off the list of things that we've watched and things that I would want to watch again, uh, I would watch things like John dies at the end
1: oh, multiple times.
0: Yeah. I I would watch uh, Feast mm-hmm. multiple times. I I would I would say this is something like a a Zombie Land. Where you just watch it because it's a good time, not so much because it's a great example of a of a movie in the genre, but it's good. And because it's such a specified genre, being action horror as opposed to just straight up horror, yeah, I I go high
1: on it. Yeah, I mean, I'm not I'm not going to change it
0: mostly because I
1: don't want to go back and change it. Um, but it's it's a it's a pretty goddamn good movie. I'm happy yeah. I'm happy with it, Corey. You done you done good, son.
0: I'm I'm glad I found us something that was fun to watch because we were, we were watching some weird stuff. Whoa.
1: yeah, it's not true. I was looking at the past handful of movies. We had some, we had some dark shit in there. But yeah, that's Happy Death Day that was.
0: Yeah, Happy Death Day is is probably close to this. It's just that I think Happy Death Day was trying too to hard. be too creative, yeah, and and not quite landing in that regard. I, I still think it's a a fun film too. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah, no, just this one way better.
0: Yeah, it because it tried to be smarter than the audience at certain points. Mm. Uh, this doesn't. This doesn't try to overthink anything. It's just like, here it is. You know what this movie is from the beginning. You follow through to the end. You have a good fucking time. Mm-hmm. Good fucking time lands at a four. All right. Okay.
1: You want to read the outro, or you want me to?
0: Yeah, go ahead. Oh. I'm enjoying this opposite day. Fuck you.
1: Uh, you can contact us by leaving us a voicemail at 805-328-3966. You can email the show at pod at GNCast.com. com. Yeah. Uh, dot com. Dot uh, com. You yeah. can give yeah. a message on our website, too. Uh, we're on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and Podcast of Terror. We don't really use any of them except Facebook. Uh, you can follow the show on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, whatever podcatcher you want. Sometimes they show up whenever they fucking feel like it. Thanks, iTunes. Uh, you can review the show on iTunes or anything you listen to, or Corey made it super easy, bit.ly slash review. And uh, all subscription options, links can be found at gnks.com slash subscribe. If you want to follow the entire network, it's on uh, Facebook under the Galactic Network. It's opposite day. You got to do the next part.
0: Uh, hey, you know what? If you want to support the show... By the way, I actually did post the photo that you were just creeping out on to our Twitter uh, because I figured what the fuck. I put something there. Uh, if you want to support the show in a in and no impact to you, except for typing some extra letters in kind of way,, uh, when you go to Amazon and you shop, instead of going directly to Amazon, you can just change the thing in your favorites and your url amazon com. Everything you buy will help us and not change pricing for you. Uh, so it's super easy. it's It's a nice thing to do. We'd appreciate it. Um,
1: well, you, uh, this this backwards thing is getting a little wacky, um, social media stuff. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram and on on tapped at Matt, the lifeguard, Corey, what are you pushing today?
0: Uh, Um, I don't know, man. I, I, we missed, yeah, (laughs) we missed doing an episode of the new show that I'm doing, uh, stfucast.com uh we had there was a family emergency on one of the host part so we didn't get to do it this week i hope to get back to it this coming week so if you haven't checked it out yet and you're at all interested in hearing a couple guys blather on about the problems of the world and how we think you should approach them and we are 99 percent wrong all the time uh <laughs> I I was gonna I was trying to think of the of the the panther cologne from anchorman oh sex panther yeah sex panther what is it 60% of the time it works all the time yeah that doesn't make any sense (laughs) be honest that smells like pure gasoline I think that's actually kind of sexy do you have weird smells that you shouldn't enjoy but you do
1: um yeah I don't know if I want to admit it. Uh, I do like the
0: smell of gasoline, though. I like the smell of gasoline. I like the smell, specifically, of bleach on flesh. I don't know why. I think that makes me a serial killer. Okay, so that makes yours
1: a little weirder than mine. So I'll tell you. So um, when you stretch your ears, your your earlobes create the stuff. It's called sebum. It's um, what your body's trying to create to heal the holes, the massive holes you've put in your ears. <laughs> I was gonna say sebum sounds like a sunscreen for homeless people. Yep. Um I so if I leave my earrings in for like a week, you get like cheesy gross buildup. And uh I really like the smell. Like it's it's does not smell good and it is disgusting but for whatever reason it's like hmm, all right. And I knew it smells
0: is it more that it's comforting because you've you've just gotten so no, familiar with it, I, I or is it
1: just know. everybody likes their own brand? I think it's every, it's an everyone likes their own brand thing. Or uh, when when I was in Sky and the Execution, our, our original bass player, I would always catch him like cleaning his his plugs and smelling his fingers in the back of the van. Fucking Zach was such a weird dude. Now he's uh, but in his case, it a was plugs. Yeah, <laughs> good for him. Yeah, well, he really got his shit together. Um, yeah. So next week we have a guest finally. Uh, well, Corey hasn't met him. It's a friend of mine, Kevin Howard. Uh, comes from Jack and Dan. We stole him from there. Uh, Kevin actually plays player unknown with Jack and I and another guy who maybe someday I'll get Jeff to come on. We're gonna be talking about Pitch Black, starring the one and the only Vin Diesel.
0: Which is what I want—is to be caught somewhere pitch black with Vin Diesel. Huh.
1: All right. I don't. That, no, you don't. Uh nope, nope. You said it. You love him. We're gonna leave it at that. Thanks for another nub nub blub, 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 blub.
0: Nub nub for ewoks. Wubba lubba dub dub.
1: Thanks for listening to another episode of the podcast here. We'll talk to you guys next week. Stay wubba lubba, everybody. Bye! <laughs>